Good morning, Fritz Bergen of BloodInFaith.com. I was listening to a video of a sheriff in Volusia County, Florida, and he was waxing at length. Again, mo the moral posing on these people is, is truly astounding on how he could combat anti-Semitism. Apparently there were some yahoos down there being rude and disrespectful and doing things that, uh, uh, I don't know, unseemly at the least. And so he is going to uh, prosecute them under the law, and the way he's going to do it, he says, if you do something illegal, we're going to prosecute you for doing that illegal act, such as hanging a banner from a bridge that goes over a highway. And if you do it with hate in your heart, <laughs> we're going to throw you in jail for five years. So if you hang a banner out there that's trying to sell Girl Scout cookies, I guess, you just get uh, a penalty for hanging a banner. But if you say something that is considered anti-Semitic by the Anti-Defamation League, he says you're going to go to jail for five years. He's going to couple the one with the intent to spread hatred. A hate crime. Hate crimes came out ah, decades ago now, and I have been against hate crimes. I've been, I've been against the crime of hate since they came out. There was a story about some, some dude that was killed because he was something or other, and they killed him and said, well, we need hate crime laws. I said, this is bad, bad, bad juju. I said, if, if somebody gets murdered, you, you throw them in jail for murder, not for a hate crime. Oh, no, oh, no, everybody's too smart for that. We've got to have hate crimes. And, and you know, all that I feared has now come upon this country. Hate crimes. What's a hate How do you know if somebody hates somebody? How do you know that? Their answer is, you don't. And so they're criminalizing speech. Essentially, that's what they're doing. They're criminalizing speech that um, the Anti-Defamation the anti League disagrees with. So with that in mind, I thought I might as well get right, right to the heart of it. Uh, we need to go to the book of Acts. Okay? And uh, this is my advice to the church. Church, you've you got to wake up. You've got to man up. You've got to stop being weak. You've got to stop submitting to the Anti-Defamation League and the Anti-Christ. Not sure there's much different there because uh, Anti-Christ is, is defined as he who denies the Father and the Son. i got to get my Bible. It's all marked up here. i got all my marks in one Bible, and then the new Bible's got no markings on them, so I can't find anything. And uh, I thought, you know what, let's just go to the source. Well, how about John eight forty four? I know where that is. So here's Jesus Christ. He's talking to the Jews. John chapter 8. And he says, you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. So he tells the Jews, you're trying to kill me because my word has no place in you. And again in verse 40, you are seeking to kill me. And they accuse him of being born of fornication. Which is a blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, by the way. Verse 42, he said, if God was your father, you would love me. Verse 44, you are of your father, the devil. And you want to do the desires of your father, and he was a murderer from the beginning. For this reason you do not hear my words, because you are not of God. Oh, hate speech, hate speech. Fritz is doing hate speech again. Yeah, I'm reading the words of Jesus Christ. And, and my, my, 
I want to reach the church. I want to reach down there and just grab them by the collars and say, Church man, you've signed your own death warrant if you can't stand up and say the words of Jesus Christ as a congregation, as an individual Christian, as a pastor. All right, here's Peter and John. Peter and John are speaking to the people. The priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees, in other words, the Jews, they came up to him, and they were very very greatly disturbed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid their hands on them and put them in jail. All right, same thing that, we, that we're right down that same road. And I've told you guys before, and I know you're listening to me, I'm, I'm telling to myself, we're, it, nothing's changed in 2,000 years. you got the same cast of characters, and you got the same M.O. The Jews come out, they're upset, and they lay hands on people and throw them into jail. For, because it, the, the church, it, people that are actually Christians, are saying the words of Jesus Christ. So Peter's thrown in the clink. He comes out the next day with the rulers and the elders and the scribes, the Jews, Annas, the high priest was there, the Jews, and Caiaphas and John and Alexander, and all were of high priestly descent, the Jews. And Peter filled with the Holy Spirit. It says, rulers and elders of the people. If I'm on trial today for benefit done to a sick man, as how this man has been made well, let it be known to all of you and the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, it's funny how all these evangelicals say, oh, Jesus is a Jew. Well, here's, here's, here's Peter. He didn't say that, did he? He says, Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, whom you crucified. Whom you crucified. This is the Holy Scriptures. And there's government agencies out there, cough, cough, I won't say which ones, that have said if, if, if somebody says that the Jews murdered Jesus Christ, killed Jesus Christ, that's classical anti-Semitism. I, I call it classical, the book of Acts, classical Holy Scriptures. Classical, the book of John. Classical, the words of Jesus Christ, which I just read to you in John chapter 8, when Jesus Christ tells the Jews, why are you trying to kill me? According to certain government agencies, that's classical anti-Semitism. And I'm like, church, man, you guys got to wake up. You're, you're surrounded and, and you're silent in fear. He is the stone which was rejected by you, the builders, who has become the chief cornerstone. And there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. Church, it's your job to speak the forbidden. It's your job to say what Satan hates. It's your job to say all the things that anger the same people uh, that got angry when Peter was preaching and when Jesus was preaching. Oh, we don't want to do that. We don't want to be anti-Semitic. Well, good thing Jesus was anti-Semitic. Good thing Peter was anti-Semitic. Y'all wouldn't be sitting here today with a Bible in your hands if, if they didn't have the courage to, to say the truth and say the right thing. So here's what the Jews did. Now when they had summoned them, they commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. <laughs> That's exactly what's going on. That's exactly what's going on. All right, here we go. Let's move forward to uh, chapter 5. Again, here's Peter again, getting in trouble. You're getting in trouble with the Jews. The Jews don't like him. And he brings them back in front of the council, and he says, We gave you strict orders not to continue teaching in his name, but you filled Jerusalem with his teaching and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Same thing. Okay, this is the same language that the ADL uses today, same language that the Jews use in 2023. 
Oh, you're trying to bring the blood guilt of him upon us. Same language. They, 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 they can't invent anything new. Acts chapter 5. They charge Peter, you intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Well, if you go back and look at the end of the gospel, they, the Jews said right there, his blood be upon us and our children. Oh, you can't say that either. It's, it's anti-Semitic. Church, it better start being anti-Semitic. Otherwise, you're denying the words of Jesus Christ. So Peter and the apostles answered, we must obey God rather than men. Hello, ADL. Hello, Volusia County Sheriff. Hello, uh, Democratic and Republican congressmen that are offended that I still have a job with my employer. We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you put to death on a cross. Whom you put to death on a cross. You put him there. He is the one whom God exalted to his right hand as a prince and a savior to grant repentance in Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. All right? We don't, we don't, if we're loyal to Jesus Christ, we will say that which angers the devil and his children in the synagogue. All right. And we got to the very next, next chapter, chapter 6, Acts chapter 6. First of all, it says, uh, The word of God kept on spreading, and the number of disciples continued to increase greatly in Jerusalem, and many of the priests were becoming obedient to the faith. They repented, and they put their faith in Jesus Christ. So to all the Jews out there, hey, repent. F follow some good examples like Saul, who repented and put their faith in Jesus Christ. Ah, but what happens? There were some people from the synagogue that rose up and argued with Stephen. They were unable to cope with the wisdom and spirit of which he was speaking, and they secretly induced men to say, we have heard him speak blasphemous words. Okay? Same MO today. Oh, we heard Fritz say bad things. We heard him say bad things. And they rat you out to the government. And here's something else they do. Acts chapter 6, verse 12. And they stirred up the people, the elders and the scribes, and they came and dragged them away and brought them up before the council. And they put forward false witnesses who said this man incessantly speaks against the holy place and the law. And we heard him say that this Nazarene, this who? This Nazarene, all the evangelicals out there running, oh, Jesus was a Jew, Jesus was a Jew. Well, here you go. Here's the Bible. Both the Christians and the Jews says, hey, he's a Nazarene. <laughs> they didn't say he was a Jew. Not one place do they say he's a Jew. That's made up, and it's not made up to honor Jesus Christ. It's made up to placate the Jews. And, 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 and for, for these evangelicals to somehow salve their conscience for guilt, guilt, for crimes they never committed. It's really lunacy. All right, and they stirred up the people, the elders and the scribes. Same thing today. They stir up the people, they stir up the riots, they stir up the rabble, and they stir up the elders, they stir up the lawyers, they drag them before the council, and then they bring accusers. We've heard him say that this Nazarene, Jesus, will destroy this place and alter the customs which Moses had in hand to us. Now, in this place, alter the customs. They're talking about their oral traditions. Jesus Christ rejected these oral traditions that were handed down from the fathers. Jesus Christ accepted every written word that Moses 
said. Moses wrote down. Wrote them down in Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Jesus Christ accepted those and he preached them. He rejected these oral traditions that were passed down. That's what it's talking about here in Acts chapter 6, verse 14. Alter the customs which Moses handed down. There, there is no customs. Those customs became the Talmud and they're evil. It's right out of, it, it's, it's the devil's handbook. All right, so Stephen, Stephen's awesome. High priest says, are these things so? So Stephen gets up here in Acts chapter 7, and he gives a history of the race. He gives a history of all of ancient Israel. And he, he, put, he puts it right to him. He says, look, y'all, when you came out of Egypt, you had your star of the God of Rampha. Funny that those people got a star on their flag. They don't have a cross on their flag. You got a star on their flag. So God turned, but God turned away and delivered them up to serve the host of heaven. It was not me that you offered victims and sacrifices 40 years in the wilderness, was it, O house of Israel? You took along the tabernacle of Moloch and the star of the god Rampha, the images which you made to worship. I will also remove you beyond Babylon. Where's beyond Babylon? Well, part of beyond Babylon is Persian. I just talked to you about Esther the other day. I mean, that's a book in the Holy Bible. There's not God never even appears in the Bible. It's a book about Jews. And once you understand that the Jews of today are not God's chosen people, not even remotely, all of a sudden the book of Esther makes a lot of sense. It's like, oh, okay, now I understand. But go back and listen to that podcast. So Stephen's preaching to him. He says, you men are stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears and are always resisting the Holy Spirit. You are doing just as your fathers did. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? They killed those who previously announced the coming of the righteous one, whose betrayers and murderers you have now become. You who received the law as ordained by angels, and yet you did not keep it. Your fathers, they killed those who had previously announced the coming of the righteousness, whose betrayers and murderers you have now become. He says, y'all murdered Jesus Christ. Oh, anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism. Church, this is the Holy Scriptures. And, and if you refuse to say the Holy Scriptures, oh man, you're in trouble. Not by me. You're putting yourself in a position where you're ashamed of the words of Jesus Christ. And you don't do this, you, you don't silence the word of God to honor Jesus Christ. You're doing it to honor those who reject Jesus Christ. That's a problem. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the quick. They began gnashing their teeth at them. They drove him out of the city and began stoning him. All right? So they murder him. So they murder Stephen. All right. Saul is converted. Well, I'm going to give you the whole book of Acts this morning. It's ridiculous. I'm actually not. So here's Saul. Saul begins to preach, and he says he's the son of God. Saul kept increasing in strength, this is Acts chapter 9, and confounding the Jews, confounding the Jews, confounding the Jews. Who's the enemy? It's the Jews. When many days had elapsed, the Jews plotted to do away with him. And they kept watch at the gates that they might put him to death. All right, murder. Murder of Stephen, they're plotting to murder Saul, they murdered Jesus Christ, they murdered John the Baptist. 
church, according to the Holy Scriptures, the enemy of the gospel is not just some spirit floating around out there. It's the it's Satan's synagogue. He was arguing with some Hellenistic Jews, and they were attempting to put him to death. All right. So here we go. That's, that's more of the same. It's funny how the Europeans in the Bible, and the Jews mention this, they say they always come out as the good guys. For example, Cornelius in, in Acts chapter 10. Okay, he converts to Jesus Christ. And it's true. The Europeans are the good people, in, according to the uh, Gospels and, and the book of Acts. They're the good people. Herod was an evil man. Apparently he was an Edomite. All right. Opening his mouth, Peter said, he's preaching to him. He says, we are witnesses of all the things that he did, Jesus Christ did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They also put him to death by hanging him on a cross. All right? So there you go. I just said another anti-Semitic thing right there. It's right out of the Holy Scriptures. This is what is considered anti-Semitism, according to the Anti-Defamation League, and endorsed by government agencies. This is considered anti-Semitism. Uh, church, you need to wake up and figure out who your enemies are. You're endorsing your enemies, and you're supporting your enemies. All right. The Christians were first called Christians at Antioch. Antioch. Antioch is in the area that we now call Turkey, used to be called Anatolia. Anatolia meant the land towards the rising of the sun because it was, it was colonized by Greeks, by Europeans. All of Anatolia was European and Roman colonies. And in, in central Anatolia, the Gauls lived there, the Celts lived there. That's why you have a letter to the Galatians. Central Anatolia was peopled by Europeans, Celts. It's the letter to the Galatians from Gaul. It's all right there. The, the gospel goes to Europe. In, in fact, the Jews knew that was going to happen. They're very upset about it. Jesus said, I'm, where I'm going, you cannot come. And he says, what, he's going to go to the dispersion amongst the Greeks? <laughs> it's like, yep, that's where he's going. He's going towards the Europeans. All right, verse 12, chapter 12, book of Acts. At the same time, Herod the king laid hands on some who belonged to the church in order to mistreat them. And he had James, the brother of John, put to death with the sword. And he saw that it pleased the Jews. Okay, murderous people, murderous. Remember, book of Esther. Go read the book of Esther. You want to know about murderous Jews? Read the book of Esther. You got to read it. But you can't read it until you understand Revelation 2.9, Revelation 3.9, John 8.44. Once you digest that, go back and read the book of Esther. Like it gives, it's a whole new meaning. All right. So they, they murder. They murder John, and they, and they tend to murder Peter. All right. They seize Peter, put him in prison, delivering him to four squads of shoulders, intending to, after the Passover, to bring him out before the people, and, of course, put him to death. That didn't work out for him. Moving on up, here's a little story about, uh, about the death of Jesus Christ. This is, uh, again, Paul's preaching. He says, Brethren, sons of Abraham's family, and those among you who fear God, to us the message of salvation has been sent. 
For those who live in Jerusalem and their rulers, recognizing neither him nor the utterances of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath, fulfilled these by condemning, by condemning him, by condemning Jesus Christ. And though they found no guilt in putting, for putting him to death, they asked, that Pilate, that, they asked Pilate that he be executed. So the Jews found no reason to execute him, yet they asked Pilate to execute him. Verse 13, chapter 13. The next Sabbath day, the whole city turned out. But when the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy and began contradicting the things and blaspheming. Paul and Barnabas says, Hey, it was necessary that the word of God be spoken to you first, since you repudiate it and judge yourselves unworthy of eternal life. Behold, we are turning to the Gentiles. For so the Lord has commanded us, I have placed you as a light to the Gentiles, so that you may bring salvation to the end of the earth. When the Gentiles heard this, they were happy. And the word of the Lord spread. But the Jews, but the Jews, Acts 13, verse 50, but the Jews, guys, you want a manual on, on how to fight the battles in life? It's the book of Acts. We're out there allied with the enemy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm speaking, generally speaking, evangelicals have allied themselves and chained themselves in obedience to the enemies of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's not just from a couple chapters in, in the Gospels or, or the Revelation. It's the whole book of Acts. Verse 50, But the Jews incited the devout women of prominence and the leading men of the city and instituted a persecution against Paul and Barnabas and drove them out of their district. All right, who did that? Wasn't the atheist, wasn't the communist, it wasn't the uh, politically correct police on your campus. It was the, yeah, that's who it was. Church, you've got to get over this fear of the Antichrist. Well, what do you, why are you calling him the Antichrist? This is the liar. He who rejects the Father and the Son. This is the Antichrist. This is the Antichrist. That's the definition of it. He who rejects the Father and the Son. There's this, and who did that? Well, the book of Acts and the Gospels tell you who rejected the Father and the Son. Jesus was very clear. He said, you don't, you don't accept the Father. Your God is not your Father. Your Father's the devil. He says, if you believed in God, you would have believed in me. If God were your Father, you would have believed in me. If you reject Jesus Christ as the Messiah, you ain't God's people. All right. But the Jews who disbelieved stirred up the minds of the Gentiles and embittered them against the brethren. Here we go again. This is what the Jews do. In Iconium, they entered the synagogue of the Jews together, and they spoke in such a manner that a large number of people believed, both Jews and Greeks. But the Jews, who disbelieved, stirred up the minds of the Gentiles and embittered them against the brethren, the TTPs of the Jews. All right, I didn't write this book. I didn't write this book. I didn't write this book. I'm reading this book. Oh, that's just, you know, you know that's just something that happened 2,000 years ago, and that's just, you know, lacking historical context. Listen, either this is the written, inspired Word of God, or it's not. And if this isn't, why is John 3.16? Or do you just cherry-pick out the verses that, that the Jews don't find offensive? Is that what Stephen did? Oh, Jews, tell me what I can say and what I can't say. Is that what Peter did? Oh, Jews, tell me, tell me. oh, you don't want me to preach in this name of Jesus anymore? Okay, fine, we won't do it anymore. God forbid that we would offend the Jews. The church finds itself in a very funny position 
where it bows and bends and grovels before organizations like the Anti-Defamation League who spend their hundreds of millions of dollars to defame people. To defame people. And to destroy lives. They're doing exactly what the Jews did in the book of Acts. The Jews who disbelieved stirred up the minds of the Gentiles and embittered them against the brethren. It's exactly what the ADL does today in 2023. It's in the Bible here. This isn't this this Bible didn't pass away. It's not going away. Oh, here we go. A few verses later. But the Jews came from Antioch and Iconium, having won over the crowds. So they're following them around, trying to chase them out. Here's those nasty Christians again, said the Jews, and the Jews stir up the rabble. They enlist the help of prominent men and women, embittering the minds of people against the brethren. Verse 19, Acts 14. The Jews from Iconium and Antioch, having won over the crowd, they, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city. Okay, murder. Murder. I, I'm, on, I'm not even halfway through the book of Acts. Maybe that's enough. Maybe that's enough for today. So that's just that's the first fifteen verses for fifteen chapters of the book of Acts. Who's the enemy of the gospel of Jesus Christ according to the Holy Scriptures? It's right there in the book of Acts. Right there. Oh, but that's all anti Semitic. Fine. You need to be anti Semitic. You need to say what Jesus said, you need to say what the book of Acts says. You need to act like it, you need to believe it, it needs to come out of the pulpits. Fritzbergen, bloodandfaith.com.